0: Previously on the Infinite Escape Room.
1: Jamie always opens with some really weird shit. It sounds like fried chicken tastes, but you sort of give him a little bit of a ooh, slightly soggy. You swine! Absolute scum,
2: Jamie. He's
3: playing your own game, then, Mike.
2: Yeah. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Jamie. Brr! Um, hello and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse chums, gi-verse, diverse, 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 comes, chums, which diverse? You, well. you really are,
0: Jamie. That was perfect. I, I, Jamie, know, yeah. as he's also known. I have already had a couple of <laughs> pints. Um, Does the
3: Infinite Escape Room exist within the Jiveverse? <laughs> <laughs> I speak
1: Jive. Uh, need, need to put this on the wiki now. We've got an expanded universe. <laughs>
2: Uh, We come together, we have a drink, I've already had a couple of drinks, and we work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. Hello, I'm Mike. I was previously drinking several different types of lost lager, and I'm now on to the rum. Uh, I'm on to Brewdog's 500 Cuts rum, and this is their dark chocolate and cherry one, which is bloody gorgeous, and I'm just drinking it with a bit of ice. Wow. And it is good. It's very, very nice. And joining me on this fine, slightly drizzly evening in November we have uh i i really starting to feel like you guys should skip me when it
3: comes to the the drink intros because okay done you're (laughs) it's just you're always drinking something like star hunter mead or um fisherman's droop
2: from (laughs) electric ghost
3: brewery and once again i am drinking cheap lager by pint from the can i'm dom and i'm drinking cheap lager by pint from the can
1: beautiful And I'm the real Jamie, and I'm not drinking what was it Star hunter mead, but I'm drinking Lindisfarne mead, hmm. uh, which was gifted to me uh, by a colleague because they can't stand the taste. And I went, well, I will happily take that off your hands. Thank you very much. How is it? It's spiced. That's the all I can really get from it, but it is, is it is nice Good. yes, it's It like like, it's like Christmas. it's okay. got like your like your cloves and your cinnamons and your nutmegs and stuff like that. so it's it's a it's a rather festive little tipple.
2: Yeah, so we we can see this on webcam and normally when Jamie's got mead in front of him, there's a distinct edge of quaff to it. Like, you know, the glass goes all the way back um and this is getting sipped. So uh My- Linda's farm, take note. Yeah, when- yeah.
0: I'm I'm actually I think Jamie is is distinctly unimpressed, but this is about as downbeat as Jamie's able to be.
1: <laughs> the, the- the sad truth is, listeners, is that my mead cup hath cracked, and I'm using just regular oh, no. little, little glasses.
0: Oh. So there's no quaffing this evening. It will Jamie, be sipping. why have you taken your child's sippy cup and filled it with alcohol? You horror. John, <laughs> you're one to talk. Mm. We
2: had to... Correction. I've put my child's alcohol and put it into my sippy cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, you know what? The only Tommy tippy cup I ever bought wasn't for a child. It was for John to drink red wine out of, because when John drank red wine at my house, inevitably it would end up on the walls and the ceiling. Ooh. Because John is a man who likes to gesture when he's been drinking, and it doesn't mm. matter what's in that hand, but he's going to gesture. I mean, he also literally fucked a hole in my floor lamp, but that's a story for another What? Hang-, hang on a second. I mean,
0: floor lamp Floor lamp is a bit of a misnomer. It was quite tall. Oh, and that was the attraction.
2: <laughs> you're tall, I'm tall, you're a lamp, I'm a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah we we ended up masking taping that hole but
0: <laughs> in my defence that lamp was made of paper so masking tape quite similar i I don't see that as an invitation though i don't
2: be like hey it's made of paper so i can fuck it i don't see that as being like uh no it's it's, permission slips are made of paper that doesn't mean everything's a permission slip you know
1: when you said literally fucked a lamp i thought you meant figuratively fucked a lamp because apparently that's that's what the english language has come to these days but no you actually mean literally literally fucked a lamp
2: i actually mean that i turn my back for five minutes and my lamp has john's dick hole in it
3: that's a risk. I mean, paper cuts are not something you want down there. <laughs>
2: or electrical oh, well. burns, some would think. But John decided to really like roll the dice. I'm dyke. not
0: circumcised. Why not?
2: <laughs> John, what, what,
1: note, John, what are you doing? I thought it was a Japanese house and putting a window in.
0: <laughs> I am John, and I am cracking open... In the Christmas spirit, a can of Broken Dream. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) uh, Which I've never tried before. Here we go. Siren Brewery. Let us judge you. Oh, siren. Nice. Judge them well. They're nice. Mm, That is nice. Hey. Uh, That is a nitro breakfast trout. Breakfast trout. A breakfast trout. It is a nitro breakfast stout. And lovely and stouty. And not doing too much sweet silliness, which stouts are often guilty of these days. So, yeah, I like that.
3: Would you have it for breakfast?
0: Only if I was very
2: sad. So it's a good name for the can then? Yeah. It's appropriate. The next 8% stout coming from Siren Brewery, Generational Trauma Nitro or something maybe. (laughs) 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 So what is the Infinite Escape Room? Well, it's like any other escape room you may be familiar with, except unlike normal ones, which are going under in the real world because of the hiking costs of energy and people's disposable income going down the shitter, Uh, this one will exist forever, or at least as long as the internet does, which, you know... Anyway, um, and it's in your ears... Well, you know, basically, you know, Elon Musk will buy the server one day and he'll just fuck it. Yeah. It's not a lamp. It'll be fucking like my lamp you, you can't um, cut that now.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, you have painted yourself into a bit of an editing corner there, Michael. Oh no,
2: what a terrible <laughs> thing to have done. <laughs> oh no. However, will I get over the shame of my my lamp having been violated by John? Um, That's a good point. How did I get over the shame? Do you know what? Actually, the light always had this really weird quality afterwards. It was kind of like you'd switch it on and it was being like, you know, the aquarium where you've got like the the light just kind of dappling on the ceiling. Anyway, unlike being a bricks and mortar escape room that is uh, gradually going under and succumbing to bankruptcy, this one happens in your ears. Every Every room, every room, every room. Hold a note. Links into next. Links into next in one (laughs) big, never-ending escape experience adventure. Each week, one of us will bring a part of the infinite escape room. And this week, tis sweet Dominic, tis sweet beardy Dominic with his great big beard and his. I am very sweet. If we don't escape within the allotted period of time, then we lose, and terrible things will happen to us. And if we break anything, we shall lose our deposit, which this week is. Oh, I have one. Oh, go for
3: it. Thematically linked. Uh this week uh the deposit is pairs. Um as in doubles. So if you break anything, uh say goodbye to glasses, trousers, socks, uh knickers, chopsticks, yep, scissors, twins, uh twixes, kidneys, buttocks, and so on. Kit cats. Oh no. Uh, well, don't they normally come in fours? Oh
0: they come in okay. point.
3: half your kit cat, I guess
1: damn. But then those two pears will become one pair. It's a pair one of fours, pair, you're right. Yep. The but then when we'll you, when you said
0: pears, Dom, I thought you meant the fruit, and I thought, I can live with this. Yeah, I could no, really live yeah, with that. That's fine.
2: Disgusting of two. Oh, no. Oh, uh, my scissors will just become a knife. Uh, before we go any further, I would just like to thank our glorious, fabulous patrons. And in particular, I'd like to thank Colin Walker and Caroline Hardman. Thank you so very, very much, you beautiful, wonderful pair of people. You are not only the wind beneath oh, my pear, wings. Pear. One of them's the... Dead. One of them is <laughs> dead if you lose.
1: Jesus Christ! <laughs>
2: <laughs> you are not only only if you, you said something. You are the um, you are the assassins who will one day find your ways to Thanet <laughs> and wreak a brutal revenge. You are the uh, microwave in my rice the <laughs> the seeds in my jam, um, the butter on my toast,
1: and uh, and Caroline Hardman, who uh, not only is she a, a puzzle designer, she um she was recently on the on the televisuals. Oh, wow. shit, yes. on um the the new ITV quiz show called Ridiculous, hosted by um, Henry Lewis, who's part of Mischief Theatre. So. Um, yeah, quiz you all about riddles and things like that. And Carolyn was on an episode. Yeah. Where can we see that, did you say? ITV, I think it is? Cool. Okay, Not so listeners, listeners, listener, stop Henry. listening to the
2: podcast immediately. Like stop. Just go to ITV player. Go, go No one that. is still listening at this point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're just sharpening things.
2: Okay, are you ready folks?
0: Oh yes. Yep. Cool. Oh,
2: Let's yeah. get a show on the road then and I'm gonna hand over to Dom as we enter the infinite escape room.
3: When last we saw our puzzlers, they had crash-landed in a mysterious abandoned bunker. The screen of a computer shows the flickering image of a confused blobfish with the contents of a shredder bin balanced on its head. (laughs) (laughs) After looking closer, you realise it's ex-Prime Minister Boris Bodies Pile High Johnson. (laughs) You wiggle the mouse and the... Such an unfortunate middle name. (laughs) (laughs) You wiggle the mouse, and the unsettling screensaver vanishes, replaced with a simple directory. There's a huge number of word processor files called Memoir Part 1, The Shagger Years, Memoir Part 2, The Shagger Years Continue, and so on. The final file is titled, Need a Better Ending. Beneath these files is a document labeled, Big Dogs Do Overa. You open it and read through. It seems that Johnson, not content with his damp skid mark of a legacy, has commissioned, <laughs> has commissioned Michael Gove, who can do absolutely anything amazingly, to invent him a time device. With said time device, Johnson planned to go back and have another shot at being the beloved and successful leader he knows he is really. It was everyone else who spoiled it. <laughs> Gove put together a crack squad of developers by ringing his mates and giving them more lucrative I contracts. I he did. <laughs> and the device, little, uh, little was, the device was quickly finished at a minimally exorbitant cost to the taxpayer. On the desk, you notice a device, presumably Big Dog's do-overer. It looks like a conference phone with a small touchscreen grafted to the top. You activate the screen and can see the date is already entered. 1304 2016 Beneath it Are two more rows Number of travellers And type of travellers You set the number To three And the type Type To sinner To monkey Then hit The red go button Are we still monkeys? You're still monkeys Okay A blue white sphere Of light Glows From the device To surround you all And there is a building Whining sound Just as the pitch Reaches a zenith the screen on the device glitches and you see the numbers have scrambled to now read 10041326 and monkey has changed to monk in a flash and thunderclap the computer the device and the bunker have all vanished the cold dark concrete of the bunker has been replaced with the cold dark stone of a sparse medieval chamber you are human once again clad in the robes and sandals of monks. The room you found yourself in is chilly, square, and without windows or any apparent door. The walls are stone, the ceiling vaulted wood. In the centre of the stone-flagged floor lies a dead body with a piece of parchment and a quill next to it. Beside the corpse, there stands a stone plinth topped by a human skull that's giving off faint green light. Do you want to examine the body?
0: Well, first of all, I'm very impressed that we've all got monk clothes, but Mike's even got a monk haircut. It's <laughs> funny. nice one. Well, it would be a Method. torture, actually, wouldn't it? So it would still have the uh, right.
3: Mike. Go and get the sweatband of hair. Uh, looking at the corpse from where you stand, uh, to describe it in six words: um, Sean Connery
0: in a monk's habit. From is it, like, it, literally, is Sean Connery.
3: Uh, it looks a lot like Sean Connery. Okay. Perhaps Sean Connery playing someone but it's uh, it, it's not we, the uh, the actor himself. Could we have a little a uh, little search of the the monk's habit? You surely can. So, while searching him, you you can't see any visible signs as to how he died. Um, but searching through his habit, you find a scrap of parchment with writing on both sides. On one side it says, "Why do monks always wear the same thing?" Habit. It's their habit. There we go.
2: <laughs> and on the other
3: side, it says, how many women are in this abbey? None. None. There we go. Nice. Nice. Besides that, though, that I can say there's nothing useful um, on his person itself.
0: At least we know why he died.
3: <laughs> Dad jokes. Uh,
1: is there anything useful on our persons, perchance? I love that this has become a thing that we check every episode.
0: <laughs> the suspicion is real.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, you are nude except for your habits and sandals. Because monks only wore underwear to go traveling, it turns out. Oh. And they would have sort of one or two pairs per monastery, which they would borrow for the journey and then wash when they got back. Really? Wow. wow. Yeah, I found that out while uh, doing a bit of research for this room. That's Good a lot Lord. to take
0: in. You do research? <laughs> <laughs> Some people care about this job. <laughs> so, um, he had a quill. Anything about it? Is it in his hand? Was he writing? Well, there mid was a writing? quill and parchment, wasn't it? Quill yeah. and parchment, yes. So the uh, the quill has some dried
3: ink on it, but no sign of a pot. He does seem to have been recently writing on the piece of parchment. Um, who would like to do a Connery impersonation? I'll give it a stab. Cool. I mean, it doesn't have to be good,
0: does it? His, well, uh, it's not Sean going to be. <laughs> <laughs> if this so, sounds distinctly like Winnie the Pooh, Jamie, you're in huge trouble. It wasn't going to be, but Ooh, now that you Barther mentioned it. we're there. <laughs> <laughs> And um, it's in the chat.
1: Good Lord. This is Sean Connery in The Hunt for Red October, that famous film where he played a Russian. <laughs> I, the brilliant William of Echo, have solved the mysteries <laughs> of not only who is responsible for the deaths in this abbey, but the, but the method by which they were achieved. I had narrowed it down to four men Whose portraits hang in this room He's, got, he's more Scottish than Sean Connery ever was But fine yeah, This sec- well. secret chamber concealed above the library In which the killer hid himself And plotted his deeds The portraits are a point of interest One serves as the only portal In and out of this room The one depicting the dastardly murderer himself The other three conceal lethal traps hmm. Locating this room Led to my discovery of the killing method faintly glowing relic upon the plinth it must have been concealed in the rooms of the victims then later retrieved in the hubbub following their deaths this skull at first seeming so satanic is i believe in actuality a man-made carving of a natural substance this substance seems to destroy life when one is exposed for any period longer than half of one hour actually that's a good point how long have i lingered in this room with it I've rather lost track of time. Perhaps I should have waited until I was safely elsewhere before putting down this account of...
0: Oh, bother. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, I did actually start a timer at the beginning of this out of pure suspicion. We are currently on 25 minutes and 40 seconds.
2: Oh,
3: no. Don't worry, you're good. So, um, okay. so you are currently in the centre of the room um, with the corpse... And the plinth. On the wall ahead of you are four large portraits side by side. At the wall to the right of you is a wash basin with a small wooden box sitting on it next to the bowl. By the wall to your left, there is a writing desk with an openable lid. And against the wall behind you stands a sturdy wardrobe. You have half an hour to escape before proximity to the relic kills you. If you choose the wrong portrait, you will die. Your
0: time starts now. What would you like to do? Well, I would like to take the relic and throw it at one of the portraits. <laughs> <laughs> because if it goes through the portrait, then that's the portal.
3: But that would be breaking the portrait. Do you like having twos of things? Oh, okay, that would damage the room. I want to keep my testicles, John. Okay. So, should we
1: take a look at those portraits first of all? To yeah, let's. Yeah, so Wow! I didn't do much. So these yeah.
0: are... Oh, can I describe these? Can I, can I describe, describe these? Oh, these, these oh okay, you go for it, John. Um. So these are actual portraits, rather than simply describing them. These are four portraits. Martin of Krivolaki, Gerard of Sunnois, Franz of Schuck, and Benedict of Fafanti. And they're four rather beautifully drawn... Um, Painted. drawn monks. Martin of Krivolaki is holding a big golden uh, crucifix. And has a big ginger beard. old. He's, he, he's ginger Mike. He's ginger Mike. <laughs> Um, Gerard of Sunwa has a small crucifix um, hanging on the front of his habit uh, and he is bald and clean shaven but has massive eyebrows Franz of Shook has a smaller crucifix in one hand and looks as evil as you possibly could (laughs) a little bit like Jamie well (laughs) Uh, in the eyes in the eyes and Benedict of Fante looks like he's telling off a small child he has longer hair clean shaven no crucifix Oh no, no crucifix in his hand, but there's one around his neck.
2: Interesting. He does mm-hmm. look uh, like he's telling people to go back where they came from. He's got the sort of the look of a gamut
0: yeah. to him. Yeah, <laughs> Yes,
1: he does. Yeah. And they've um, almost got the same colours as the
0: Ninja Turtles, but not quite. Which yes. I'm I mean, a little bit sad. In about. the backgrounds of the image, there's brown for Martin, blue for Gerard, green for Franz, and purple for Benedict. I
2: wonder if we're gonna be playing like monk guess who. I think we uh, kind of are. The the relic itself. John, yes. what does that look like?
3: Um, it looks like a human skull. Uh, if you hadn't gone and had a very close look at it, um, you would have definitely thought it was a natural skull, except it's, as I said, glowing faintly green. Looking very closely, it does betray signs that it's been carved by hand, if you want to pick it up. Glowing
2: faintly green, you say?
0: Yes. One of the portraits has a green background, folks.
2: Yeah, but it could also be just radiation, John. In which case, mm. I would if you're picking it up, I want to be very far away from you. Because as mentioned earlier, I still need to breed.
0: <laughs> yes, but it only kills you after uh, just over 20 minutes. 28 minutes. 20, 20, 20, oh, wow. Okay. Give Superb. That, uh, there we go. Microwaving on my mayonnaise
2: glands doesn't sound like a, a good, good way to spend <laughs> a Tuesday evening. Yeah, that's a fair, fair point.
3: Um, should we have a little look around elsewhere? Can we take a look at the wardrobe? The wardrobe is um, sturdy, made of wood, enforced with cast iron. The single door seems locked. There is a keyhole above which a letter grid is engraved into the wood. I wonder if I ask Laura if she'd bring me
2: more rum. Oh, what? Restart oh, the timer. I wish I'd not... Enjoy explaining it, Michael. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay, so uh, Dom has given us uh, the grid. Uh, it is a seven by seven grid containing what appears to be a random jumble of letters. I won't go into detail in the letters, but if one was to read it from top to bottom, line by line, one would get... Dugmuha and So yeah, these will be in the show notes. By the way, if you'd like to try and solve these yourselves at home,
3: that last one sounded like it's something satanic backwards. <laughs> That's not a clue. <laughs>
2: hmm. Interesting. Is it a word search? <laughs> GCSE language tells me that this might be a word search. Or
1: oh, just I think it is. Just the names of very strange monks from parts unknown.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Maybe, we, maybe we'll get something which will give us a clue as to mm. what to look for here. Um, can we go and take a look, please, at the, uh, the wash basin and its accompanying wooden box? You sure can.
3: Um, so the wash basin is stone sunk into a simple wooden frame. It has no water in it. Next to the bowl sits a small wooden box. Uh, it is locked. The lock comprises four uh, zero-to-nine-digit wheels, and there is a symbol painted on the lid. So
0: four zero-to-nine-digit wheels. I wonder if that's to do with the four portraits, because (coughs) their their hands are doing different things. Oh, interesting. Nice. So all of them only have one hand visible. First guy has all five digits visible, like as in out. Second guy has three. Hmm zero a guy yeah. arguably has none and fourth guy has one okay is it 5301 you're putting that in yes
3: uh it does not unlock Ooh. there okay. is the um symbol Jamie i think it's oh. your turn to explain something there okay, is the so... uh, the symbol that is painted on the lid so
1: the it looks like a very simplistic stick figure of a person with like one f- facing to the left, with one knee raised, uh, one arm is sort of pointing up, and the other arm is pointing straight out horizontally. This is incredibly simplistic rendition of a person stick figure, and there's a single straight, like a one it,
0: next to it. I was going to say it looks like an old railway um, bit of signposting, you know, the ones where they used to go up and down. Oh yeah, I believe I know what this is But I will hold my tongue
2: until We've discovered more evidence Oh Jamie, Thank you. come on, you can't That's just Very nice of you, you're extremely charitable <laughs> <laughs> Is this Jamie's Like mad history skills coming back into play again This is just me just Absorbing useless trivia About
1: everything historical
2: oh, Jamie, I fucking love you so much Except for last oh, week so actually, Jamie, right?
0: You reckon, Jamie, you reckon you've got Prior knowledge it's helpful here,
1: not I, not necessarily. Like I've got a vague idea of what, in general, that symbol is
2: about, but not specifically what that symbol means. It looks like a man praying, kinda. Mm. So, sort of sat down, side on. Well, my thinking is it was either my initial thinking was it was either a rune or a key that we could use to map characters on the grid but now i'm not so sure
0: yeah i was thinking that but i'm on initially trying get, i'm not getting anything can we can
2: we take a look at the writing desk please dom um see if there's a third a part of this trifecta
3: certainly um it's a wooden writing desk um with a, a sort of an openable lid you know like the old school ones on the lid oh the, the lid doesn't open currently though it seems to be fastened uh, on the lid is carved the words as above so below just under that there are three metal isosceles triangles pinned to the wood so they can be turned to point in any direction the one on the left points down the center points right and the right points up as above on so below down the one in the center points right
1: hmm with the as above so below line um can we take a look under the desk in case there's anything there sure on
3: the so you're looking on the underside of the desk or on the floor beneath it. Um, let's do desk first and then floor. Okay. Um, on the underside of the desk, you find three more um triangles. Oh, what has he done, all, Jamie? All pointing left. Can those
1: be moved in the same way that the other ones can? They can.
2: Balls. No. So yeah. surely we move those so that they mirror the above. So if yeah, yeah yeah, can we can we move them so that the the ones underneath the desk show uh down. Uh, Right Right and up. Sure. Um, As you do so, uh,
3: you hear a click. Woo! And the the desk lid opens. Nice. Tell us, Dominic, what's inside? Is it inside the desk? No, there are some papers and a quill. Are they all blank papers? No, none of them are. Um, So, uh, oh, first, as um, uh, as you take the quill out, which was sat on top of the papers... Um, you do notice that it's backwards from what you might normally expect of a quill, so it's apparently designed for left-handed scribes. Yay! Finally, representation for people like me. Suck ah, it. ah. Try not
1: to turn think them, too. Burn the witches. Try not trying to them all.
0: think
2: too hard about how you could have a how that would look, guys. Left-handed. We've got some of oh, our paintings are left-handed, left-handed and right-handed. This is this might be part of our guess who. Ooh! No, Martin's left-handed. He's got the cross in his left hand. But if we, if we look at the dominant hands that are being used, um, Franz is clearly right-handed. All the rest are left-handed. Yeah, so, okay. which is Franz. probably why they were sent to the monastery in the first place in those days. <laughs> it's fair.
0: We are the devil. So, so we can are eliminate we
2: eliminating Franz. Franz, yeah.
0: Franz is down. as the killer. Cool. Because this is the place the killer was in.
3: This is the. This is the room. This room belongs to the killer. Mm. You are rooting around in the killer stuff.
0: Yeah. So assuming the the portrait portrait is a self-portrait, then Franz is out. Cool. Right-handed.
3: And the papers you asked about. So uh, there is a manuscript um, entitled um, God is the Devil, a manifesto. There's no author name uh, attributed because that would make it too easy. The manifesto starts... Heaven and hell are twins. The answer sits each time between twins. The first of heaven and hell is where to start. And the rest of it is
0: in Latin. I mean, the first of heaven and hell is H, between twins. Could you repeat that, please, Don?
3: Heaven and hell are twins. The answer sits each time between twins. The first of heaven and hell is
0: where to start. Okay, so there is a couple of H's in the letter grid. First of heaven and hell is obviously H. So that's where to start. It's between twins. I'm trying to see if there's another H within range of either of them. I can't see one. Do you want to? Oh, hang on, though. The two H's are on a diagonal, and in the middle of that diagonal is an O. Do you want to
3: know the other piece of paper? Yes, please. Yeah. Um it is a sheet of paper detailing the Cistercian numeral system. Uh-huh. Looks like this. Interesting.
1: Yeah, that's our symbol on the box. So um shall I describe what we got? Is this
0: what you thought it was Jamie?
1: Uh
2: yes. <laughs> <That can laughs> um Jamie.
1: So yeah, it's a, it's a, a sheet of um numbers and symbols. That, yeah, crossing with the Cistercian number system. So, like, the number one is a vertical line with a short horizontal line sticking out of the top to the right. Number two has the same horizontal line, but it's a little bit further down, so on and so forth, with varying degrees of complexity and the shapes going from 1 to 10, 10 to 100, 100 to 1,000, 1,000 to 9,000. And using that number system, you could make any four-digit combination um, just by changing specific symbols.
0: And you get some awesome-looking runes out of it as well. Do we have 5,040... Uh, i trying to work it out. Uh, uh, f- no, the, the 600 in there as well. Huh. 5,600. F- oh, we've got f- a guide at the bottom of how to do it, haven't we? Yeah. So there's four example complete runes at the bottom with 1993, 4,723, and there's, there's an example. You, basically, you can combine these together, overlaying them on top of one another to create complex numbers.
3: It's pretty cool. Like You can make any four-digit number out of a single symbol. It was developed in the, uh, in the 12th century God, and, they were bored and used back then. about four <laughs> times. It's pretty it sweet.
1: Seems. Yeah, and very like, I, very like I've never seen it used before in an actual puzzle, so this is pretty sweet. Nicely done, dude. Yeah. Um, so based on what we got then, would it be
2: five thousand six hundred and forty two? Yes. Look. Because we've got five. the we've got the components of forty there, we've got the five thousand, we've got the six hundred, and we've got the two. Between oh. the little lines. So, oh, you're what right. What do you want yes. to do
3: with that number?
1: Um yeah, can we punch five five six four two into the four digit lock on the box in the basin? Oh, you guys
0: are so quick. It would have taken me longer to get there.
3: <laughs> it took me ages. Um, you are correct. Um, the box opens up. Um, inside, there is a toothbrush, a sponge, a comb, and a ring of 30 keys with a different word engraved on each. Okay, so if he's got a
1: comb, it can't be Gerard because he has no hair oh, on beautiful. his bones. Yes, beautiful.
0: unless it's Unless it's an eyebrow comb, in which case, you know, I mean, if it's a comb, then are we are we kind of a, like, eliminating Martin as well because he's bald? He's not combing his beard, is he? Hey, combing your beard is legit. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not be really like,
2: I've got a special beard comb. Is it tiny? Is it, ti- is it tiny? <laughs> it, it, it's what you quite, do with it, John? It's quite small. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, can we have that list of things in the box again, please, Don? Toothbrush, sponge comb and a ring of 30 keys with a different word engraved on each can we do you want to know those words i do want to know yes okay we have deus satan hope despair cheese chalk hot cold trust suspicion life death love hatred holy profane joy horror hymn dirge light dark Pale, sickly, happy, sad, lucky, hapless, solid, and hollow. For your reference, that's also in the chat.
1: Thank you. Wonderful. So these are all pairs of words that are opposites, just like the heaven and hell were twins. So deus, god, satan, opposites,
0: hope, despair, cheese, chalk. Could you repeat the phrase about um, heaven, hell, and whatnot earlier? Sure. Uh, His
3: manifesto started... Heaven and hell are twins. The answer sits each time between twins.
0: The first of heaven and hell is where to start. So the first of heaven and hell. I mean, you could say the first is heaven and hell is deus and Satan, couldn't you? Yeah, so God and Satan. If you, God and Satan. Uh, or you could say it's H. Um, but say, say let, let's try deus and satan. So the first of heaven and hell is deus and satan. So it's between the two. So is that between D and S in our word grid then? Because i see a few d's i mean the first dns i can
2: see is despair 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 nah. uh, i do i think i feel like the um the first of heaven and hell must refer to an h but then how to marry that up with our keys is mm. beyond me's oh so <laughs> well, we've, we, got, we've got oh. words we've got words on these ah okay so we've got words on these keys um and we've got the words in the grid so between the first of heaven and hell is where to start so we start start with h and then it's heaven and hell are twins do we maybe look for two identical instances of h or something so we've got a block Mm, no okay i can't see any kind of duplication in there Hmm. um thought it was horror
3: but i think i'm wrong i'm not going to give you any clues on this because you're smashing it hmm i mean so far Like, this is the first (laughs) speed bump you've hit, and I'm going to let you break your suspension. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. What's a a charming traffic-based metaphor. (laughs) This is the first speed bump you've hit, and I'm going to let you break your suspension.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming that we need to find the right single key from this batch of 30 and use that on the locked wardrobe,
3: perhaps. I think that would be a safe assumption, as it's the only keyhole you've found... I should warn you, however, that using each key takes 25
0: seconds. What? Yeah. If I was going to channel my inner Alid, that would be nice. <laughs> so, if
3: you want to try and work your way down the list, good luck.
2: <laughs> Let's start from the bottom then. No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but maybe I thought of that. and Maybe put it in the middle. Um... Maybe I thought of that.
0: <laughs> ah! Three steps ahead of me. Um... So. So if if the first of heaven and hell is where to start, that's H's, right? So that leaves us with hope, hatred, holy, horror, him, happy, hapless, and hollow. So that's like we're already down to like six.
3: All right, they take they take two minutes to use.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. Changing the rules now, aren't we? Yes. See I know I'm on the right trap. If I wasn't on the right trap, you would have let me try. Uh, okay. I'm not going to let you just try multiple keys. Let's just sum it up as that. Okay. But okay. So, if that's, if that's where to begin, though, mm. so let's see if we can make hope work, for example. So, if there's two H's, which there are on the grid, there is an O at the center point between them.
2: Oh, we're looking for the letters. So, I can see an yeah, H. Yeah. No, and, so and, so and, e and an if E. If we start
0: with H, there's there's one near the top left of the grid and one near the bottom right. And if you draw a line directly between them, right in the middle is an O, which is the second letter of O of, of hope. So if we're looking for the third letter of hope, that's between two uh, the next mirror, which would be O and O. Uh, that gives us an L Dugger. Sophie. L and the next L would give uh is no. there another L? There's one um, up and There is. Left. And that gives us a Y. Holy. Holy. It's holy. It's the holy key. How the hell are you getting that? Can you you explain
2: your thought process for that, John? Because it seemed to me like you were just kind of plucking letters out. As someone
0: someone who is close to God... Oh, okay. um, (laughs) Geographically (laughs) only. (laughs) Okay, so for the thought process... um, Right, Dom, could you just um, briefly repeat the, um, the instruction?
3: Heaven and hell are twins. The answer sits each
0: time between twins. Okay, so heaven and hell are twins. The answer sits each time between twins. So you're looking for twin letters in the grid, and the answer sits in between them. And next line was the first of heaven and hell is where to start, right? So H. So if we take the grid and look for Hs, we've got, I think, just two. Yeah, we've got two. Now, they're not anywhere near each other, but there's a direct diagonal line between them. And if you take that line right in the middle between them, dead in the center, is O. So if we then if we then stay on that O and find another O on a line from it, that takes us across. And there's another O, and in between them, right in the middle, is an L. And if you do the same again and find another L that you could reach with a, a single straight oh, line in between, that hell. is a Y, which gives us John. Hell. That's smart. It's fucking hell. That, is, huh. that was bloody clever. Holy shit. That I was really neat. hope
2: it's the holy key. Otherwise, this is going to be cat. Like- it is the holy key. I'm I'm 100. So,
3: what are you doing with the... You're, you're taking the holy key from the it ring the of 30, putting it in the in the lock of the wardrobe.
0: Yes. Okay, there is... And I, I enjoyed that your description of the wardrobe made it very fucking clear. It's reinforced with iron. <laughs> Do not try and break <laughs> into
3: this. However, turning the key in the lock does unlock, but you get a sense that this lock was, was so fragile that if you'd used the wrong key, you would have completely ruined it. But you unlock the wardrobe. Um, inside hangs a single, well-worn black robe. Black,
0: black robe. robe, okay. Well, back to our portraits.
2: It can't be... Ah, yeah. uh, so uh, Benedict of Firfinet has an orange robe. Everybody else has black robes. So we can eliminate Benedict,
0: which means... We've eliminated Gerard. It's got to be Martin. It's got to be Martin. It's Martin. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Or as we can call him, untrustworthy Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so-
2: I wish I had a beard that good. I can't join up the sides like, of the beard that good. So just quickly to recap, so we've eliminated Franz uh, based on the left-handed Quill uh, because he's the only person uh, who's using his right hand as a dominant hand. We've eliminated Gerard uh, because we found uh, a comb uh, and he has no hair apart from a set of miraculous eyebrows, um, but they probably like don't justify a comb. Um, and finally we've eliminated benedict because the other three have black robes and benedict hasn't. A really cool on brand tier orange robe. <laughs> hey. And that leaves us with martin.
0: Prick. With Fucking murderous martin. Um <laughs> is there anything else in the wardrobe?
2: No.
3: It it is um I mean monks don't have they, To be honest it was hard padding out an entire room. They had nothing uh, in terms of <laughs> possessions by definition. In case,
0: uh I think it's time to very confidently step through the portrait of martin yes Boy. do it
3: okay so you're sure you're going with uh, martin of krivoloky 100% yeah yeah okay you pull at the portrait of martin of krivoloky hey martin it How swings easily outward with a slight creak revealing a doorway behind it stepping into the gloom beyond you find yourselves at the top of a stone staircase spiraling down into chilly darkness as you descend the stone tower you catch the heady scents of benzoin hanapis and frankincense you can hear what sounds like monotone but sonorous chanting echoing from below Congratulations! You solved my puzzle
0: with Yay! six
3: and a half minutes to spare. Good puzzle, dude. Oh, that was great. Uh, great. I really
0: puzzle. enjoyed that. That wow. was great, Jamie. I'm so glad we had you for the numbers because I my brain's looked at that and just just sort of stopped. I think we worked well as a team, John, because you you annihilated that word search puzzle. Yeah, for sure. I would not have got that
3: at all. Yeah,
0: that I, was really cool. I... Really.
3: I was worried that I'd made some bits too hard and I had clues ready, but the three of you just absolutely uh, smashed through it. Is I'm, this,
0: I'm really impressed. Is this the dream team? Could be. Well, we've never actually done a real-life escape room together. That's true. As the three of us. Good. One day. So that, would, that would ruin the
2: potential. Right now, you can think of yourselves as the dream team. We could take yeah, on yeah. the world. I know,
0: we're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: If we never Got try, them. we'll never fail. <laughs> okay, well, Dom, thank you very much for that puzzle, and thank you very much. To you too for listening, you can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes and at our website, theinfinitescaperoom.com. You can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter where we are at tier underscore podcast for as long as Twitter's still there. Um, if you really enjoy this, uh, what we do, then you can always um, subscribe to our Patreon program for as little as a buck a month, where there's bonus episodes, um, you get access, unedited, episode. uned- unedited episodes, After except Hotel. mysteriously the ones that John's involved in, um, <laughs> and and more, not much more, but more, and shout-outs, and just your general love and affection from us. Like, genuinely, you give me a warm glow in places that don't normally get very warm. Um, Light lamps. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that lamp so much you know it's really like if you really like the episode then why not go to Ikea and hump your way through their lighting section and just kind of so is this just, this is just use your penis of puncture your, our URL into the side of any kind of inoffensive lighting that you might see really yeah weird fuck anyway we love you lots we'll see you next time on the Infinite Escape Room bye bye now
0: bye 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 I love lamp <laughs>